Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's How We Seize It, episode 208. Now, you're all expecting a title of a movie or a show. Well, that's not what we're doing tonight. Tonight, we're actually going to talk about our last year over the, uh, of, the, of the podcast, right? Uh, 2023, even though we got a month left, we're, we're going to kind of rehash a little bit of what we've gone over and what we really enjoyed. But with that, we're, we're doing that because we're getting ready to talk about what we're looking forward to. Right. right. And so this is uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Right. And it, it's kind of like we we didn't have a lot of time to find something to do. And so we decided, well, let's do some trailers. And I thought, well, that's perfect. Like, what are we thankful for coming up? What are we thankful for that we just had uh, with us? So this is kind of our what are we thankful episode? Uh, nice. I like and it. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what I'm going to title. This is what are we thankful for? Uh, and that's and, you know, Right off the top, I wanted to say I'm thankful for my co-host, Steve, always being there uh, and, and being the reason we have this podcast because he's, he's the one that kind of got us going. And uh, and we've been doing this now for quite a while, and uh, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. And so it, it is a great I time. I, I don't know if I want to <laughs> I, I, I agree that I'm the one that got us going because I think uh, I, I think we, we both had a little bit to do with it. I think maybe I was the one who bought the first little recorder. You bought the first little <laughs> recorder and that was that was the Kickstarter. Uh, so that was literally what it was. Yeah, that and that's what I mean. You got it going because we both talked about it. And, yeah. And many people told us we should shut up and do one. Uh, <laughs> well, I not shut up. Just keep word. talking and do one. <laughs> Well, I think it was shut up now. Go do a podcast on your own. We're not <laughs> not around us. All right. Uh, but yeah, so that's how it all started. And now we are 208 episodes deep into this uh, and uh, and still loving it. So, yes, um, which is fun, you know, and, and so coming to that, you know, we talked about this before we got we started recording. How do we how do we do a, a cocktail? How do we pair a cocktail to that? And, and we both were able to do that because that's what we do. Um <laughs> And I'm, I'm going to go first real quick because uh, it, it feeds right into what we're doing. And uh, well, i got to pull up my notes here real quick because I remember exactly what I said on it. Um, I came up with a cocktail, and uh, I called it with great uh, anticipation. And that's because with, with these trailers that we're going to review, um, there's, there's some good stuff coming in. And I have a lot of anticipation for some of these that I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, I know you have some ones that I didn't, I didn't have, and I think I had some that you didn't have. But with with writer strike over, you know, we had we kind of had a lull in in decent entertainment. Uh, it looks like there's some good stuff coming, and so that's I I did my drink called uh, with uh, with great uh, expectation. So the reason I did this drink is uh, this year I I got into gins. <laughs> I, I had many times if you've been listening way back, you know I I've always like oh I don't know about gins they're not they're not for me. Well, somehow, some way, I ended up having gin and was like, oh, that's not too bad. It led to gin and tonics, which have recently become one of my very, very favorites. And one of those that I've, I've had is uh, I had a Tangeray Savella Orange uh, with elderflower uh, tonic. Right. And I have craved that. 
So now when I start to think about it, I'm like, oh, I got some Tangeray at home. I got some. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I get great a- anticipation for this. So that is my, my drink for today. So it starts off with 2.5 ounces of the Tangeray Sevilla Orange. Uh, the I do one point uh, ounce or one ounce of the uh, the Saint Germain uh, elderflower liqueur, which I just discovered recently, which is delicious. Mm-hmm. Throw that in there. Uh, top that with your your Fever Tree elderflower uh, tonic water. Um, and to make this a little bit different than anything I've done before, I threw in three drops of the Angosters orange bitters. There you go, just to give it that little bit extra of uh, oomph and. It, it, it doesn't disappoint. Not at all. Uh, I'm really happy with this. And like I said, this has become kind of my my favorite go-to. Like, literally, we were camping last weekend, and I knew I had a bottle of this. Uh, and I was at work going, oh, man, I can't wait to get out to the campsite. <laughs> I, uh, I've got this ready to go. So, And did you call it with great anticipation or with great expectation? With great anticipation. Anticipation. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because that's, for me, what it is, is the anticipation of these trailers, the anticipation I get when I know I'm going to have this drink. I'm like, ooh, ooh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for me, that's what it is. And uh, that's that's kind of what part of the half of this uh, is going to be about, is uh, talking about uh, what's coming up and what we're excited for. Yeah, trailers are an interesting beast as far as anticipation. We used to, you know, growing up as kids, well... Maybe maybe twenties. <laughs> there there was a point where the trailers were some of the best parts of movies. It's the first right. time you got a chance to see what's coming later. Now we got YouTube, so things drop a lot sooner. Now I say, well, oh, we get a bunch last, of fake shit too. Fifteen years we've had YouTube, but yeah, we do get a lot of. <laughs> that's right. People make their own trailers. Is that what you? Yeah. Mean? yeah yes, and I, I will talk about one of those tonight too. Okay. Did you get <laughs> fooled? <laughs> I did. Okay. I think I did. Well, I uh, based my drink off the fact that we're we're covering trailers, and so so like you, I struggled with what where to go with this. So I, I just kind of did a little googling, and uh, I found a cocktail cocktail called called Trailer Trash, which I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. I took I look, took a look, and it was it was uh, peach schnapps, Southern Comfort, and Seven Up, and I thought, oh, that sounds awful. You know, I'm not a big <laughs> schnapps fan, but but the the more I thought about it, I thought. But that kind of reminds me of Thanksgiving because you got your, it's almost like a peach cobbler. The the Southern Comfort oh, brings some spice. You, you got some, uh, uh, you got the peach. Um, so I, I decided to use that as as my uh, starting point. So I changed it up a little bit. I actually went through a few of my own iterations of this and tried a few different ingredients to come up with my own that was more in line with Thanksgiving and something a little bit more like a peach cobbler. So here's what, this was my final my final answer. <laughs> and um, so I went with a, a bourbon base. So I started with one ounce of bourbon. I kept the Southern Comfort, three quarter ounces of Southern Comfort, half ounce of creme de peche. That's a that's a, a, a peach cream liqueur, okay. which I have okay. a couple bottles of that. I, re- I was going through, I, I realized I have two bottles of that. I don't know why, but I must have, <laughs> I must have gotten one for one cocktail and then didn't know I had it for the next one. Yeah. So, so I, so anyway, I, I chose one and went with it. Yeah. Um, I did a half ounce of Orgeat, and, which is an almond um, sweetener, and a quarter ounce of Godiva chocolate liqueur, just to kind of, since we're, we're talking dessert here. Um, yeah. And uh, I put a graham cracker crumb rim and a little oh, nice. stirred it up and put it in the glass and add a little nutmeg on top. And it's, I, I'm happy with this. This is, this is really delicious and it's very, um, you know, it's cold, but it's, uh, it's served up. So there's, there's no ice in it. It's, and it's, um, 
and it's uh, very, very, you know, makes you kind of feel like Thanksgiving. You know, you get the, nice, the spices, yeah. the warms, the sweetness, and stuff. And and something you could drink with your pie after dinner. Yeah, I could all I could probably go with like a you know warm this up and have it like a, what do they I call was thinking, it, a hot yeah, toddy or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, no, that's it's nice. I almost went the same route. I almost went the Thanksgiving route, and and I was looking at some of the you know the dessert type ones. You know? Right. I've I've played with so many different ones that are based off of like the the uh, right Russian uh, style mm-hmm. with different creams and different you know liquors and stuff like that. And I almost went that way, uh, and then that last minute I saw that that Tangeray and I went, mm. <laughs> I got I got to go there. I gave I gave the name of this. I, I I honored the original recipe. I found the trailer trash, but I called it the trailer trash cobbler just to kind of nice uh, add my little twist on it since I. That's of, incredible. That's a great one. Yeah. I, you know, I was, I was a little worried because like I said, this was a hard one and, and, and I've had, you know, b- multiple people in my house ask me tonight, well, what, what are you guys covering tonight? And I'm like, well, let me go into Still. this. And then, <laughs> and then what's your, dr- or, or they'll ask me, what do you do in your drink? And I'm like, well, let me go into this. And so, which is cool. Um, I wanted to, uh, go into, um, something really quick. Uh, this, I got a, a text message from, uh, I, I'm not even. I, I want to call her my niece. Um, she's a very important person to me. She was one of my best friend in the Coast Guard's daughters, who I've 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 known since she was probably God three years old. You know, just tiny. She's an adult now, and she released a book not too long ago called uh, Alone in Wonderland. And uh, I tried reading it, and uh, I failed because uh, <laughs> reading reading is difficult. And it's not even that; it's just time. I, I have a hard time sitting down with a book, a real hard book anymore. Um, and so she, she texted me cause I had given her crap. Like you need to do this on an audio book so I can <laughs> listen to it. And she's gone back and forth and she texted me and she had actually sent me the first, uh, little chat, first chapter to say, Hey, here's what do you think? You know, am I doing okay? Cause she actually did this herself. She, she, uh, narrated the, the book herself, uh, text me today and it was on audible snatched it right up. Uh, I'm excited. I have great expectation for this book. I am so <laughs> excited to do this. So, uh, yeah, if you're out there and you want to, you want to help someone that's that's put out a book that, you know, it it's fun. I the first I read the first two chapters and I was already like, oh my god, this is this is going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be really cool. It's her, is- it's her, it's her life. It's about okay. her. In her journeys, uh, she she was a van life person where she was out hiking trails and just living in a van and going from trail to trail to trail. It's a lot about that, a lot about how she got there. You know, her, her mother uh, died um, of cancer when she was, you know, an adult but younger. Uh, and it just put her in a bad place. And just it, it's a lot about life and a lot about her life and in and, and the van life and just and it, it's very interesting and very fun and knowing the person makes it even better for me but i'm excited but if you want to support this this is uh christine reed uh her book is alone in wonderland either pick up a hard copy or it's now out on audible probably a couple other places you can get the audiobook i i personally am i'm so excited to to listen to this um mostly because i i failed so poorly in reading it <laughs> And and she 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 gave me the the beginning. She gave me the first chapter and said, "Hey, tell me what you think of this." And and the fact that she trusted me to give her some feedback on it, and then followed through and got it out, and then remembered to text me when it was out. I, I'm excited for that. So, that's uh, it's a non movie trailer, but uh, you know, I'm I'm excited for that. And you know, it's great so. timing too, because a lot of people do long drives. I'm doing a long drive tomorrow. I usually. 
usually for Thanksgiving, we drive down to visit uh, my mother. We're doing the same thing this it's time. It's a six hour, six hour book. It's a, it's a yeah, well, it's an, it's an eight hour drive <laughs> in, 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 well, depending on the LA traffic, it can be right, right. Seven, <laughs> seven to nine hours. But, but, um, uh, we usually travel on Thanksgiving to avoid the, the, the mess of today, you know, and right. also, oh, I always work the day before Thanksgiving and then we celebrate on Friday. But, but, uh, so this podcast probably dropping tomorrow. If anyone's got a long drive back home, pick it up on audible and listen to it on the drive. There you go. So, yeah. There you go. We'll see yeah, if, we might, we might do the same, you know, I, you know, if I could loan it out, I would, I don't, I'm not, I think there's a way to do it on audible. No, no, no. Well, well, geez, I, that's, no. A, that's beside the point. The whole point is to, no, I know. to get some endorsements. That's, that's how much, that's how much I, I, I think this is a, a must listen to book. Cool. All right. Awesome. With that, I, I want to get into now, um, what we had for the year before 2023 was a, a fun year for us. We, you know, we talked about this earlier, just, you know, like, Looking at the different episodes, and I, I mean, I didn't count the number, but, um, you know, we have to be somewhere in the 30, 40 episode range, I think, if not higher. What, what, how many weeks, how many weeks in a year off? 52. 52 yeah. So we got, a, we probably got around 52 to 55 episodes for 2023 already. Or, uh, I don't know about that much since we still got a month to go, but we're, 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 we're a little bit we're ahead. A, we're a little bit ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're, we're about 50, but you know, we both, you know, you said that you had, you, you went through and you just, you marked down about 15 that you were excited yeah. about. And I, and I was like, God, I have about the same. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, right off the top though, I, I just, you know, if you had one, uh, you know, what was your favorite, most unexpected movie that you like? You, just the one that like, I wasn't expecting anything out of this, and and it, I came away almost maybe maybe my favorite, maybe close to the top. Just what oh. what what one got you the most that you were were not really anticipating? Is but absolutely you know, Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same one. Okay, I have the exact same. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, literally, I, I literally went all the way through that. And I was like, you know, if I had to pick one out of this one movie out of all these, and, and that's the one I get to watch again, I, I think that would be the one because I, I was most surprised by it. Uh, I had a, we had an incredible uh, episode on it and it was a lot of fun. And, and it was just, just out of the blue. Like I, yeah, I it was unexpected. That. In fact, it's kind of weird because I've I've actually recommended it to people because of my enthusiasm, <laughs> and it right. and it hasn't necessarily resonated with those people that have watched it. Like my brother, <laughs> my brother, he's like, I didn't get it, and they're like, what? I mean, or, I don't think he said that, but I think he said something that was just a little bit more. It didn't it didn't hit him the way that I had hoped. Or it, it's always tough when you recommend something that's right. that's odd and. You know, you, it's it it boosts the expectation of the of the person that's that's out there, and that's that's a hard hard thing to to deal with. I think going in a little bit more blind was so much more true, uh, exciting. True. Um, yeah, uh, awesome. Now the next, I I wrote down three different favorites, and that was the first one. Second one was, uh, you know, MCU is one of the things we've covered a lot of, and we we've delved into some other uh, uh, non MCU specific uh, superhero stuff. And and uh, uh, out of all of the superhero stuff we've done this year, what would you say was your favorite episode or or uh, just movie in general? Well, my favorite episode I loved when we did the Infinity Saga ranking, and that was right at the beginning. Of oh, okay, the year, but I don't think that that counts necessarily. For, for, <laughs> I, you know, I, I actually am okay with that. I my my favorite of the Marvel was Logan, but that's that's uh, 
MCU adjacent. That's not necessarily yeah. MCU. Uh, superhero, I got to mention everything everywhere all at once just because it does have a little bit of a, oh, okay. you know, a, a superhero flair. But I think looking at this, my list, my list, Logan is the only Marvel one that I have on okay. here. Uh, the only other I have, Mar I had Logan down to just as as a movie. I I remember watching it the first time and thinking it was re I really enjoyed it, and then going back and watching it again, I was like, oh my god, I forgot how really good this was, and 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 getting into the podcast about it and and dwell dwelling into that and getting deep into it, I really enjoyed. It, it brought so much more out of it. But one of the other movies that we covered, and and it's also MCU adjacent. Uh, that I really, really enjoyed, and I still enjoy. And this is one of those guilty pleasure movies where you know you got two hours of nothing better to do, or you're not feeling really up to everything, and you just want to kind of melt into not thinking and do anything. Is Deadpool? <laughs> I, I fucking we, love Deadpool. Did we do the original Deadpool in 2000? Yeah, we did. But we okay. did. We did one and two right after each other. Okay. And and yeah, I, I agree. you know, oh god, it's such a, it's just such a fun movie, and. Uh, that is something that will also play in our next uh, <laughs> in our next segment of this is where what are we uh, uh, looking forward to? So but they haven't uh, released Deadpool. a trailer yet, have they? That, no, they oh, haven't. That's, oh, that's your tease on your your fake trailer, I bet. <laughs> no, actually, it's not. But it's it's one that I had listed as a is is something I'm. Uh, not everything has a trailer, but that's actually okay. one that I'm really excited right. about. Um, so, and then the last one is. What would you say out of all of the shows we've done this year, do you think is the most rewatchable? Um, I think you mean rewatchable movie or re-listenable podcast? No, that's not right. Um, I don't know. Shit. I, yeah. I, uh, I mean, uh, just, in, you know, we always talk about rewatchability of a show. Yeah. A so the, the one I have already probably rewatched multiple times and shared with people and love to share with people is Glass Onion. Um, okay. The the mystery. I think that was right at the beginning of the year that we covered. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was another released, good one. Uh, released in December of last year, I believe. The the mystery. Yeah, we covered it in January, mm -hmm. uh, late January. Um, you know, uh, that's a good one. I actually have that on my list. It's not as my. I don't have it down as my favorite rewatch. Um, it's an odd one for me, essentially, just because of the style of movie it is. But Moonrise Kingdom ah. is one of the ones that I just enjoy so much. Yeah. Um, and it's not my wheelhouse movie. It's not what I normally go for, but for something about that movie really struck me. And, and I really enjoy that quite a bit. I have both Moonrise Kingdom and Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar on my list as far as just enjoy on my list of, of favorite podcasts that we covered. Okay, that we cool. covered. So, so I have them on there, but not, I don't have it as rewatchable. Well, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't actually add that as a question. So this is off the cuff for me. <laughs> no, I know. I didn't send these to you earlier because I literally thought of them kind of earlier today when I was, I, <laughs> I did the mistake of uh, uh, getting off work early around noon, little afternoon, uh, decided to go to Costco and a couple other places, uh, Safeway and just, fight the crowds for, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it was I needed. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I, I, I did that right. Uh, maybe I should have known. <laughs> uh, you know, no, I mean, I got what I wanted and, and Costco actually was impressively like parking lot was ridiculous. Inside was fine. I was like, they, okay. they, they, they've, they've met, they've kept their shit together. Like their lines no longer are like 80 people deep. They got that shit running it's tight. Um, so I was in and out, had to get a pie, you know, you got to get that, that, uh, <laughs> pumpkin pie from Costco for tomorrow. 
um, among some other things. Uh, and then I, I went into Safeway because I, I needed, uh, funny enough, I wanted to buy some alcohol. They had uh, the Jim Bean Honey, which my wife is uh, a fan of, and that's the drink she wants tomorrow. So I went in to get those. Uh, about an hour later and, and about $100 more, I had a bunch of other shit that I didn't probably really need but got anyways. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun. But Nice. Anyways, um, speaking of different things that we've done this season, uh, one of the things I do want to shout out and, and bring up is we've had some guests. Um, mm-hmm. We had Brandon with our Alice in Wonderland episode, which was not only lot, that of- last of us, which is on my list of, of one of my favorite podcasts that we did. Right. Or a great, great show. Great series. To yes. Watch. And he joined. That's us right. Today. I forgot he was on there with it. Yeah. Uh, I also had Ryan. He uh, from Turtle Soup. He, he joined us for the thing. Yep. And, uh, it's always fun having him on. He is such a uh articulate person and and thoughtful and the stuff he says and brings you're like oh my god dude you're he, he's articulate thoughtful and he brings a positive enthusiasm so the turtle soup podcast is one of those ones where you know their followers are are like family and it's uh one of the guys brought it up in a facebook post today it's like um the guys that are that are really you know have been around with them for years and stuff like the way those guys have 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 worn their way into our our lives and and they're they're like family. It's like you know they live in the you know they're in the East Coast in Florida. I've never met them personally and stuff like that, but I feel like I know so much about them and like I I feel more attached to them to some than some of my cousins and stuff. <laughs> it's like, but that's how they are with their podcast. It's it's so cool and like I said, they're they're an inspiration to this podcast for me personally. Yeah, and I brought that up earlier. So glad to have him here. We had our spooky uh, season October uh, shows again with Alicia, which are always fun. Yep. Um, the, it, something about watching movies with her is is such a kick, and I think it's because it, she is so unfazed by these scary movies. And I know personally, me, I'm like, like I'm literally gonna hide behind her because, <laughs> which is it, which <laughs> in real world I would I would step right in front of her, you know, be that brave man that I am and protect my friends. But for some reason, when 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 ghosts and ghouls are involved, I I'm like, nope, nope, I'm behind you. You you, you stand there and laugh at them, and I'll I'll cower behind you. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, we also had Carrie as a first time uh, guest with us, and she right. brought a lot to it, a lot of fun. And so so those were our guests. Besides. Our spouses. Okay, I was going to say our spouses too. Yeah, uh, which we've had before, and we, we we started, and we haven't had. We still got two more to go this year, but we have had uh, Andrew and uh, and Cindy, your wife, uh, did their episodes. We still have Kelly and, and Alyssa, and I believe next week we're going to tackle Alyssa's pick. Uh, so that'll be a lot right. of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Pitch Perfect coming to you next week. Uh, if you haven't seen it, get on that because uh, that is good. Yeah, and I think, it's, I think it's leaving whatever streaming service it's Netflix. on at the end of the month. So uh, catch it before we podcast on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. it's leaving Netflix on the 30th. Um, if you missed that, uh, I suggest buying this. Uh, uh, it's come a, over to my house. It's so rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah. Come <laughs> over to my house. I have it. We can watch it. Out, uh, I'll put it on the big screen. We'll, we'll all kick back and laugh and have a good time. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to shout those guys out because uh, that, to me, is another big part of this podcast, which I really enjoy. Um, not only that, but we have our, our co-host hosts, uh, our co-co-co-hosts, <laughs> uh, Bo and Nina, who have been on with a lot of, not just not just MCU, but some other stuff. Uh, and it's always fun to have them on. I, I really appreciate it when they are on. It's a lot of fun. I love doing it with just you, Steve. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, too. But it's also fun every once in a while to have a, a, a new opinion and a, a different voice on here. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I got it. You, men, you mentioned uh, Bo and Nina. Nina joined us for a non-MCU uh, podcast when we covered yep. Barbie. And yep. I, I was just hearing something. My uh, my son-in-law's mother was listening to our podcast. And apparently oh, no. she was listening to our, our Barbie podcast and apparently broke her potato uh, potato <laughs> peeler, potato masher, potato, mash? so, potato masher. When you made some sort of comment that she didn't agree with, so. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I wonder what I said. I know. I, I actually, I think during Barbie, you were actually surprisingly much more enthusiastic about that movie than I think we expected. So, uh, but well, but that doesn't mean you didn't have your, <laughs> your opinion. I got my moment. Yeah. I got my moment. Uh, no, you know, okay, so that was going to be one of my other questions is is what was the, what was something that you enjoyed that you didn't think you would? And we usually don't do a lot of movies we don't enjoy. But to me, and, and Barbie was the thing I was thinking of specifically because I yeah. did go into that um not necessarily not expecting to enjoy it, but not to enjoy it as much as I did. Right. I, I, I really do think it's a good movie. And if I said anything to offend anybody, I'm sorry. That's just me. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'll never do it again. Cause people get offended. Like people fart. It just happens. And, you know, that's just how today is. Um, you can have different opinions and that's great and, and, and work through it. But, um, I, I'm just happy. I, I think it's great that someone was listening to the podcast. Right. <laughs> Someone Shout I didn't know. Ruth. There we go. Yeah. Uh, um, as I looking at my list, I don't have the whole list of the year, but as the ones I wrote down, the one I didn't expect to to like as much as I did was R R R. Right. The, okay. The, yeah, the that was Hollywood, a surprise. The, is that Tollywood? The Tollywood. Tollywood. Um, one and it ended up getting the Academy Award for that song. That is so uh, so infectious. The, the yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I agree with you. It was definitely one that I was like, I don't know about this, but it, it was. Um, yeah, the Barbie for me was the one I was kind of like, I, and I think I, I think I stated before we went into it, I was like, okay, there's a lot of buzz on this on the internet. There's a lot of bad, um, bad, I don't want to say buzz, but it's like there's people shitting on the movie without ever seeing it. And I was like, you know what? I I I can't be that person. I'm not going to I'm not going to say something bad about a movie if I haven't actually watched it. So, uh I wanted to watch it just for that just so I could say, "Hey, uh I saw it and yeah, this is all legit. This is real one way or the other." Yeah. And and it was. It was good. And one of the things I I enjoyed about that is I reached out to some of my cousins who I knew who played with Barbies and I got a response from one of my cousins, Michelle. That just had me cracking up laughing because, you know, it was it was kind of what, you know, she she literally was like, yeah, she goes, you know, it was Ken was Ken was a byproduct. He was he was just another accessory. And she goes, and yeah, you know, uh, just like we all thought girls had those Ken's and Barbie's doing things that, you know, never got on that screen for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe I don't know, maybe she had the two Ken's that and they were trying to beat each other off or whatever, because, <laughs> you know, they did have that scene where I'm going to beat you off and no, I'm going to beat you off. <laughs> so. Uh, which I actually thought about. It. We uh, we had a Barbie themed Halloween party that we went to, and uh, afterwards I thought about it. I was like, me and you should have went as the the beach 
uh, <laughs> we could beat each other up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we could yeah. have, so we, we have could signs that one of them said, I, I'll beat you <laughs> off. And the other one says, no, I'll beat you off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, that was, I mean, that was another one. Uh, some of the other things that I, I had on my list that I really thought was a, a lot of fun was uh, Once Upon a Time, which is a movie that I hadn't seen and, and really came across as a lot of fun. And there was a lot of cool the stuff. Quentin Tarantino, it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. And that was a blast doing that out at your uh, campsite. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of mixed it up a little bit and probably it was, the podcast it was good. sound a little different with the uh, the atmosphere, the the, the outdoor. You can hear the birds. You can, be- <laughs> you can definitely hear the birds. But, uh, uh, but that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, and the other one that um, it, we 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 actually tackled John Wick two and three, and then we did John Wick four. And uh, it's just one of those things is like, I, I when when I looked at that, I was like, oh my god, it, it made me think about the movies and the fun we had, you know, the fun watching those movies. It's just it, there's something about those movies where you can put your brain away and go, okay, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna turn it up. Um, which you know, another shout out to to things I've. I'm actually looking forward to because even though it's been out for a while, I have not been able to watch the continental, which is out. Uh, and I haven't really even heard a lot about it. And the reason I haven't watched it is because, uh, my wife was not going to be into that. Just the, the, the way it is and stuff like that. Uh, so I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it, but think, it's been out. Yeah. I think there were just three out. episodes, right? Three episodes. Yeah. And, and uh, it was released on, was it Peacock? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Peacock. Yeah. Uh, Interesting thing, though, is I haven't really heard anything bad or good about it, so I don't know what that really means. Yeah, it didn't. I, you know, there was a little bit of press that some people didn't like the fact that Mel Gibson was in it, or maybe, that, but, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they wanted more, more, you know, some actual characters from the original. But this, I guess, it's a. Is it? Is it a? I haven't watched it either, so I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, you know. Right rattling off what I know, but I think it's, it takes place in the past, right? So some of the characters are young, their younger selves. I, I have no okay. clue what it's, what it is. So I, I, I'm like, that's to me, I'm like, I have, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, but yeah, it looks like he is in it. So uh, interesting. Uh, I didn't even know that. Um, I think I have Peacock for free from some, some just recently I got it for free from some, some, like Xfinity or or yeah, I think Xfinity has. That's how I have it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like right. score. Cool. Okay, one one that I don't have to pay for. <laughs> exactly. That's and that's always better. Um, cool. Uh, anything else you wanted to bring up about about shows that we've done and and uh, uh, from last year? I will shout out C- Cocaine Bear. That was a fun one to do. We did that with Alicia. That was an off off October. You know, it wasn't in October. That's right. I forgot about that an one. Off yeah. schedule one with with Alicia. And, um, yeah, I got a couple more in here, but I think, I think we've mentioned the, the important ones. So I did have John Wick on my list too, chapter four. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oppenheimer was another one that I think was just an incredible movie. That was a lot of fun. Um, one that I was kind of surprised I enjoyed as much as I did, uh, just because the, the theme of the movie and, and how it is and what the length and everything like that. Yeah, so. I went and watched it and then I was so, so absorbed by it that I had to go watch it again because, you know, that was the only way to do it for the podcast. Right. You <laughs> watch it on, on, on a streaming service or anything like that. You had to go back to the theater. But, but I, I really 
was just as engaged the second time and picked up on some more stuff. And and apparently, I guess they originally it was like a four hour, four and a half hour movie. They oh, had to cut geez. Back. But they had to cut it back. But the way you, you, the director doesn't want to cut any actual scenes instead they just trim trim so it's tighter and tighter and tighter until you can get to that and i think i might be over overstating four and a half hours but but they they had to get to three hours because of the imax capacity for imax uh screens i guess you can only go so long uh and they talked about the miles of footage and how much it weighs the the the, the IMAX. Jeez. I don't have these numbers in front of me because I didn't prepare with that information. But I, I think did it's read a, about it. It was like, oh my god, it's crazy. I think there's a time limit because they know people won't want to leave after paying so much for an IMAX movie to leave <laughs> to the bathroom, and they don't want people peeing in the seats because it really okay. uh, destroys right. the theater. <laughs> I think that's that's the like, no, issue. Is, the- issue is soiling. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm reaching. Um, all right. Well, great. I mean, that leads us into our our next sex segment of this, and this is what are we looking forward to? Yeah, there's a bunch of trailers out there. Some stuff I even I have that's already been released. There's two things that I have that's already been released, uh, and then some other trailers and stuff like that. I know you had your list. Um, and I and I'll tell you, I put my list out based on trailers, and not all of them I'm excited about. But I thought there were there were reasons to 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 mention them. Um, okay. But so so if we get to one on the list that that and I and it's not that I'm looking forward to it, but I may want to bring up a comment about something. So anyway, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just going to go down. I, I have my list and you have yours. I was going to just go down the list and talk, start talking about them. Some okay. I watched of yours. Some I didn't because I wasn't as excited about some okay. of the ones that you had on yours. Uh, but the first one I am excited about, uh, probably the most excited about, I think, out of all of these is actually um, Shogun. That's going to come out on Hulu in um, February. Uh, I'm excited about this. I, there's something about the look of the trailer that just I'm like, this looks so well shot, so well acted. And like, it just intriguing, intriguing. Um, It has an epic quality to it. It, it mm -hmm. reminded me of, of the uh, last samurai samurai. Yep. Um, Part of that kind of bothered me though. It almost made it seem like it was uh, kind of the, the generic way you shoot, (laughs) You shoot samurai movies. I mean, it seemed it almost seemed like it. It was very familiar, and I don't know if I, I don't want to. Well, judge Shogun a movie. was a, this is a remake of the uh, 1980 right. uh, show, like one of the first um, big miniseries on television. Yeah, and so I think it takes that story, which very similar to the Last Samurai. There's some there's some small differences, um, but I think the Last Samurai took Shogun show the move the the TV show brought it to a cinematic level where it really upped it. And this is now taking that and bringing it back to a show where it can give you more story um, and kind of bring up that level of the filming. And so I just, it looks really incredible and I am excited for that type of story. Um, you know, uh, the samurai stuff to me is fascinating. Uh, the intrigue, the politics of it and stuff like that. I think it's going to be really fun. Um you know, we'll see. when I was watching the trailer, you know, again, I mentioned the word epic, um, that yeah. it felt epic. At the same time, it, it kind of reminded me about old school epic movies. If you got old school epic movies like Gandhi or, you know, some of these some of these movies that have lot, you know, big uh, scenes with hundreds or thousands of extras that are that are all yeah, over yeah, the yeah. screen. Well, they don't do that anymore. Now 
they fill them in, in with, CGI. With, with CGI. And I almost miss miss that. You, you know, you look back on these epic movies with all these extras and it 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 does something. It creates this 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 epic feel. I'm gonna keep reusing that word, I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but I I can't see why anyone would ever do that anymore because it's so easy just to to replicate people and throw them in. And I'm sure that was kind of what I got the feel for some of the shots in this, uh, in this movie. And I wanted, okay. I even wrote a note about a, an old movie. Um, Werner Herzog, uh, he directed a movie called Fitzcarraldo, which is, it was one that we, I'm not sure if I studied it in film school, but I watched it in film school. Maybe it was one of my film appreciation classes, but it's, um, uh, it's about a real person who, who was trying to um, access rich rubber territory by and and but he had a steamship, but it was on the wrong uh, piece of river. So they actually okay. had to take the 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 steamship and lift it up over a hillside to the other, you know, and 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 move it so that it can get into this other body of water. And that was the only yeah, yeah. way of doing it. And it's a, based on a real thing. Well, the director, Werner Herzog, actually did this for the movie. And I mean, I think I think there was, it, it was, there were production issues. I think there were injuries, maybe some, a death and, uh, <laughs> uh, but they actually tried to manually haul a 320 ton steamship. And the reason I'm bringing it up with this is that there's no way you'd do anything like that. I mean, it's almost comical to think about why would a, you know, a director making a movie do the very same thing that, that is so, I mean, I mean, it's it's so obsessive. It's why you're making the movie to kind of talk about this this <laughs> this person in history that actually did this. And so, what do you do? You do the same thing. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of bizarre. But um, but it doesn't seem like movies are being made that way anymore. It's much more about the if you want to go epic and big, you throw a bunch of CGI. And I I just I kind of miss that. Um, I, I get bit. you. Um, you know, that's uh, it's funny you you. Everything you talked about reminded me of the show Vikings. Oh yeah, okay. Um, because they they have scenes where they do something like that, where they they actually haul their ships up out of the water, up a steep cliff, and move them across this ford and down into other water. Uh huh. Just like you talked, not nearly as big, but kind of that same thing. And I'm like, oh shit, I wonder if they did any of that legitimately. Uh huh. Um, but one of the things you talked about was extras in in battles and stuff like that, and that's one of those ones where I typically look at the people in the background fighting just to see. Uh, who's doing it right and who's just fucking off? Right, right. Uh, you know, I've I've done I've done um, battle reenactments at Renaissance fairs, and so I understand that not everybody's gonna look like an epic battle. Some people are gonna look like you guys never practice this shit and you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 kind of curious now that you mentioned this. Uh, you know that to to see that in this new Shogun movie to see or show how they do their big battles. Like, I want to look in the background what, what's going on. I do that with a lot of stuff. Uh, the original series, right, um, Shogun was in 1980. And uh, I do remember watching some of this only because of uh, Toshiro Mifune was in it. And he is, like, if you've ever watched a samurai film and went, fuck, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> He's probably in it because okay. the dude is just phenomenal. Like, he was in Seven Samurai, Yojimbo, uh, some other Thrones of Blood. Uh, Seven Samurai is the one I know off off the top of my head. Like, I've watched that probably six, seven times. It's an old black and white, just the incredible. Kurosawa movie, yeah, right. 
Yeah, yeah, but but uh, uh, Mafuni is is like he is the he is the actor that is the samurai. He, <laughs> you think samurai in a show that that's Mafuni, but yeah, Kurosawa is the director and stuff like that. So it's it it's kind of them coming together. I don't think it's their only stuff together. Uh, Yojimbo might also be a Kurosawa, but uh, so I you know I remember watching this. I think because of that, uh, originally, yeah, it is a Kurosawa uh, Yojimbo. Um, and so, I, I, you know, I, it was epic back then for that aspect of it. I'm hoping this new one just takes what was there before and says, you know what, now that we have better ways to film, ways to make this more epic, let, let's take Steve's word of epic and, and, <laughs> and make it that. Uh-huh. So I, I'm looking forward to Shogun. Um, I'm, I want to know what uh, what's next on your your list. I'm, I'm going to start at the top. Um, it's uh, this is a new season of a series on effects called Fargo, um, and yeah, yep. based on you know originally was a Coen Brothers movie um, that won a few Academy Awards. I don't think it won for Best Picture. I think I don't think they won an Academy Award for Best Picture until No Country for Old Men. But Fargo was was certainly a standout uh, of of theirs and. They turned it into a series. I, I can't remember how many years ago, but uh, they're on the on season five. 2014. Okay, ten years ago. Uh, you know, it it's got there there there's a lot of great great people in in the series. They're all about 10, 10 episodes, and they kind of follow their own unique story that has each season is unrelated, but they all kind of have the flavor of. The Coen Brothers, and they, right. there's usually a character that has a Minnesota accent, which is the, you know the <laughs> kind of the, the flair from Fargo. But they actually have different flavors from different Coen Brothers movies. I, I I saw seasons one, two, and three. I never saw season four, and so that's actually what I've been watching this week because because I'm like because I saw the trailer for this and I got excited and I realized I hadn't seen uh, season four, which is Chris Rock is uh, is yeah yeah is one of the leads in season four, and that's a lot of fun. But um, this season five, which actually they just premiered the first three episodes on FX and Hulu, if you have Hulu, uh, last night or yesterday. So, okay. So it actually just dropped. I think there's going to be a ten, total of 10 episodes. Um, but uh, Juno Temple is uh, one of the leads in this, and she looks great. You know her from uh, Ted Lasso, um, the, yes. the, the girlfriend, the, or the... Um, uh, uh, Keely. Yep. Yep, John Hamm's in this, and um, I I really have a pre. I can't remember who the showrunner is, but he really does get a good flavor of the Coen Brothers. And these are just they're bizarre, interesting, character-driven crime dramas. Uh, okay, and they have a black comedy to them that the Coen Brothers always bring to their films. Right, right. And they're and I think. You know, they're, the Coen brothers. I think were executive producers. They were they were tied to it. So it's it's something they definitely they, had their hands in it. Yeah. And and they're just great shows. I, I think this is something talking to the Calmers. They're big fans of of, of okay. Fargo. We talked to them on one uh, one of our New Year's parties. They're uh, yeah. some, some friends we have from martial arts. But uh, uh, anyway, great series and uh, season five. They just they bring them out every every few years. I don't think they're on any sort of schedule. Um, so right yeah so interesting enough you bring up um uh juno temple uh keely from from uh ted lasso 
And I pulled it up and I was like, okay, I mean, that's that's the only thing. And her known for, Ted Lasso was not in the top four. And oh, I'm like, no. how? Really? Okay. What? Well. I'm like, literally, I'm like, what? Like, I, all the rest of the well, shit, I, well, I have no clue. Yeah, but she's <laughs> British, right? Is, is she? Uh, yeah, uh, but I mean, I mean, like, like usually they, they go with the highest rated, which what Ted Lasso is an eight. Well, read read some off to me. Let me see if I, I know. Uh, Atonement. Okay. Mr. Mr. Nobody, yeah. Killer Joe, and Horns are her known for four. Horns is a Stephen King's child wrote a wrote a book, and I think it was called Horns. Um, okay. The first one, Atonement, is a. Um, it's like one of those British. Um, it's from 2007. Yeah. But I mean, I was just like, I would like, I'm like, I I, I just don't understand how Ted Lasso did not overtake. I think everything I, that she's known, yeah, I think I known saw for, her. but I can't, I can't remember her in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just surprised. I was like, okay, because that's all I've ever seen her in. I, I literally thought she was a brand new actress in that, in, in that, in, in Ted Lasso. So, right. just funny that that's the case. I was, I was like, oh, okay, um, yeah, no, I've been seeing some ads for this, the season five of it. Um, I am not as excited about this as you are. Only because I still have never got through season one, uh, mostly because of timing, not because of enjoyment. Uh, this is a, a a series that my wife will not watch with me <laughs> because it has a a violent tone to it. Um, um, but it's it's one of those. So I I I've been left it to my own uh, time frame, and there's just so much I can only watch in oh, my I own totally time frame it. that. So this is one that has fallen off. I saw it on your list, and I was like, "Oh, I really got to get back to that." But <laughs> there's also Black Mirror, and there's uh, there's a lot of other stuff. So yeah, uh, no, no, that's good though. I mean, I know a lot of people do like Fargo, and and I love the movie. I, I and I love the Minnesota accent. There's something in like <laughs> if they lose that, I swear it'd be it would be you know a travesty. It's like that's something you got to have that with Fargo. It, yeah. it just you know it it has to be part of it. All right. Uh, the next on my list is is one that I know you you talked to uh, uh, one of my daughters about. Oh, good. Uh, is Avatar: The Last Airbender? This is a, a live action remake of the animated series. It's a ten episode. Uh, it will be dropping February twenty fourth. Uh, I got February. Um, I'm just going to take uh, the whole month off from work because there's a lot of stuff that's dropping. I want to watch because <laughs> uh, uh, Shogun's also dropping in the 20th. And that's uh, dropping on Netflix. So, you know, most people yep, don't Netflix. have access to it real easy. I am excited as hell about this. Um, we covered this a long, long time we ago. We did, yeah. We had your daughter on there. On that's, yeah. that's why I reached out to to get to get <laughs> yeah. to get their take just because I wasn't sure. I was so <laughs> impressed with the animated series right. that I was like, this is so well done, so well written. The animation is, I want to call it old school in a way where it's not over the top. They're not trying to do anything fancy. They're not trying to, they're not trying to wow you with, with what they're doing with the animation. It is just solid, clean animation with a good story behind it. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite animated series out of out of everything that's I've ever watched. Um, and they had a movie before that failed so incredibly that the the fandom basically said this doesn't exist. Right, uh, that was in my Shyamalan behind that too. So <laughs> fucking horrible, and yeah. and they're not wrong. Um, the the trailer for this is so on point 
with the animated show, it's almost like they took the animated movie or the 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 show and just said, okay, we're gonna do that scene shot for shot with real people in a real scene and make it work. Yeah. And it looks incredible. Your your daughter is excited for the tra- for the trailer. Um, let's see. I'm gonna read some of the text. I know there was there's some hesitation because this is something I found out in reading too. The, the showrunners, the actual original uh, ones, the, the creators, there were two oh, right, of them. Right. They departed while this was being in, kind of in pre-production in June of 2020. The creators departed the series due to creative differences. And that's certainly a concern of your daughter. Um, there was, I do like the choices in casting, but some of the outfits kind of look like Halloween costumes. I thought that was kind of interesting. But... Uh, Let's see, Aang's and Zuko specifically. Um, there, there, there were some, two there, of the main characters. There was yeah. also some questions about the age. Um, oh. I do love how Katara and Aang look pretty close to the age they're supposed to be in the animated series. They're not trying to age them up for romantic interest. And that's true. That's something you find, you can get. You can If, if they're going to play up the romance, then they don't want them to be too young. Um, so, and, uh, so, so anyway... It sounds I, I, like I, your daughter's excited as well, but yeah. but reserved a little bit, not you know keeping expectations in check because uh, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> so I'm flipping through the pictures right now on IMDb, and I, I see what she says about the the, the costuming. It kind of looks like really well done um, cosplay. Yeah. Right. What? But what to me that means is, is that they fucking nailed it. Because the, the people that do cosplay, when they do it well, you're like, fuck. You, and it's usually off of a cartoon or a comic book or something like that. They they really nailed it. Um, I, I They look uh, like someone took the animated series and literally made it with real people. And so I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, you know, I, it really comes down to if they hold true to the story. Yeah, keep that fucking... Uh, we got to have, you know, relationships to appease teenagers that think everybody should love everybody bullshit out of it. Uh, you know, make it what it was. Like, they have a good story. Don't fuck with it. Just put it with real people. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some of the scenes that I was like, holy shit, they took that right out of the animated uh, series. There's there's one where uh, I think his uh, Zuko is the is one of the fire guys. He's doing like a flipping kick, and his his foot catches on fire as it goes through. It's literally from the cartoon uh, or the animated series. I don't call it cartoon and offend somebody, but uh, animated series. And 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 they do that live action too. And I was like, holy shit, I remember that scene. I was like, oh, that's so cool. So it, it'll be fun to see. I I'm I'm really excited for this. Um, you know, me me and my daughter talked about it. Uh, there, there's one character we didn't really see that we're excited to see, and that's Toph, who in the animated series was, uh, she's a young blind girl, but she was like sarcastic as all get out, just a fucking, a real person. And, and I'm like, man, if they nail that, it's going to be the best. Yeah. Cause, uh, she was one of those that like, she's like the, every person, you know, like the rest are all like this, Oh, we're superpowers. And her, and she's just like, nah, fuck that. You guys got that sarcasticness to him. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's me. I love it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to the avatar, uh, series and, and, Everything I've seen in the trailer so far, it, it looks like they're it, it's going to be good. We'll see. So, uh, yep, yeah. All right, what else do you have? 
All right, here's a movie that's coming out in uh, in December, and this is a movie called Poor Things. I don't know if you watched the trailer for this, but <laughs> I did, I did. I okay, did. so so it's got Mark Ruffalo and Emma Stone and um, Willem Dafoe. Uh, it's directed by Yorgos uh, Lanthimos, who also directed uh, the the Favorite, which was a great movie with Olivia uh, Olivia Coleman. I think she won a won an Academy Award for her performance in that. Um, but uh, this looks, this is a bizarre looking movie. It looks, it looks almost like a Frankenstein monster. Uh, yeah. It, it kind of has a, a cinematic quality, almost like you're watching a Wes Anderson movie or something from Terry Gilliam. Yes. If you've ever yeah. seen Terry Gilliam, like Time Bandits or some of, some of those, um, some of the wild sets that he, set design that he brings. But I read an early review because I think it, it premiered at the Cannes Film Festival or, or a film festival and got some pretty rave reviews. But the, it was the 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 review I read just made it sound like it's there's a lot of sex. It's like she, it, it, Emma Stone's character gets obsessed <laughs> with sex. Um, she's, okay. she's some sort of again, she's like a Frankenstein's monster. I don't know the premise. But yeah. there's something that looks off. It's like a brain transplant or something to that effect. Um, who yes. knows? <laughs> well, so, she has a scar across her neck. Yeah. So you're right. It's it's almost like a a a Frankenstein monster type thing. And yeah, and and she's out in the real world learning what it's like to be a human. Yeah. And it looks like her her one of her main interactions is with uh, Mark Ruffalo's character. Um, and yeah, there, there is a scene in the trailer where they're laying there naked and she leans over and she goes, why does people not do this all the time? <laughs> and he just kind of leans over and looks at her like, like he has no real answer. Like, um, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. Cause like, I agree with you, but like physically it's kind of almost impossible. And, and you know, it, I, I had, I, I didn't know anything about this going into it. I saw your list. And so I pulled up the trailer and I was like. Oh yeah, this this looks fun. To me, this I'm just like, I'm excited because it's something fresh and new and bizarre, and it just gives right. me something that's I I don't know what to expect, uh, and and I want to see it. I just want to see it to to experience it. And you don't. Well, I, love Def- yeah. I love William Defoe. Yeah, I love William Defoe. I mean, the guy can do no wrong. Um, so and I, I'm, I'd see it just for him. And Emma Stone looks like she's killing it in this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm excited for it too. And I'd only seen the trailer just, you know, recently. Yeah. This comes out December 8th. Uh, uh, this may be one of our uh, mid-December uh, uh, reviews that we we, we chalk up. Uh, I'm looking at this. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know if I would want to wait. I, I probably have to go see this in the theater. I don't know if I could wait too long to see this. I'll, I'll check it out. I don't know how much we – I mean, sometimes these movies don't give you that much – uh, to podcast on, although I loved doing our, <laughs> our Academy Award when we did the, you know, and I'm, sh- this is this is coming in, you know, late in the year, which means it's probably teeing it up for some uh, awards buzz. Um, so it has the the look of a movie that is pushing I, for that. For I sure, I think they do it on purpose because a movie like this is not going to get much attention unless it gets noticed through award season, and so this is the season when 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 the 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 more uh heavy dramas or the you know the ones that are award award noteworthy are going to be put out just so they can make a make a, a buck or two because otherwise they're not going to get made because they don't have audiences for them so i don't yeah, mind this it. Is, i don't mind it i'm i'm excited to see some of these so this is definitely on that like 
how weird can we make it and get <laughs> I'm, I'm watching this like this is even deeper in the trailer and there's like a half duck sheep kind of thing there's some what? weird animal <laughs> yeah no I, this it's definitely a frankenstein's monster base story uh at its core and uh i think he puts together quite a few uh different um and and it's William Defoe, I'm sure, is the is the doctor who's doing it. Well, sure. I mean, uh, if you look at his face in this, he's the one that's all scarred up. So yeah, he's. <laughs> but there's some animals in here that aren't all just one animal. So, but it looks at like it. it yeah, this is going for award season for sure. Uh, based on the trailer, it, it might have a good shot at it. I mean, it's 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 got that kind of quirkiness to it. It may, it may be it may be this year's uh, everything everywhere, everywhere all. all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, cool. That's that. You know, I was not expecting that at all. Uh, so that's that's kind of neat. Um, I want to I want to jump right into another uh, thing that uh, I watched the trailer for, and I was really su- surprised because this is a, a Disney Plus thing coming out. Uh, this is also on your list is uh, Marvel's Echo. Yep. Sure. And. Uh, this is uh, a continuation of a character that started off in uh, Hawkeye, which is another great uh, Disney Plus series, one of my favorites of those. Uh, but this is one of the first ones I think we're seeing that's really going to put Disney into that, like, oh, shit, you went Netflix on this, where right. it is going to be dark, uh, adult-themed. This, I mean, They, they show enough uh, violence in the trailer where you, you know that they're – they're they're doing it on purpose to say, hey, you want something more uh, more R rated? We can we can uh, we got your back here. We're not going to give up um, on that. So interesting thing enough with that is is now that uh, well now not now that they but Disney owns Hulu, so uh, this may one of the be one of those things is like if it's too dark for Disney, they may pull it off of Disney and just have it on Hulu where they're saying, hey, look, if you know this this may not be our kid friendly ish type thing, but. I was like, man, I'm all for it. I, I'm glad that they went dark with this just because of the characters they have involved. They got Daredevil. They've got they, they've Kingpin. Got, yep, Kingpin's back. Vincent D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio. And, and, and Charlie Cox. Um, yep. Who is it? Aliquia Cox as Maya Lopez or Echo. So, yeah. Um, I, and I love the last line of, I mean, Kingpin, I think, narrates most of the most of the trailer yep. in the last line when he says, you and I are the same. Who's so? Who's the monster? You know, and it's it's so you know that there's well, going to be a, an interesting debate on if, moral debate. If, if you remember from uh, the end of Hawkeye, she holds a gun on him, uh, yeah. on Kingpin, and there's a potential shot fired, but we don't know what happens. Well, so. you do see an eye patch uh, on in this trailer, so I'm assuming maybe he loses it, it's his eye shot. Yeah, out. who? Who yeah. knows? It, because the whole Christmas gonna... story. Who shot my Uriah? Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, that'd be funny. Uh, but no, it's uh, oh god, that'd be hilarious. Well, I guess it's not airing soon enough to be a Christmas story because Hawkeye was a Christmas <laughs> Disney uh, MCU, and so uh, that would be kind of funny if it was another uh, Disney Christmas uh, MCU thing. Uh, but no, it, it it definitely looks like it's going to take up with. Um, what they did with um, Netflix and kind of went darker, which is gives us some some great hope for Daredevil and and some of that and and hopefully that's what we get. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to for for that for MCU and and 
what we've had with MCU lately, this is this is something to look forward to. So hopefully, you know, they can they can right some of the wrongs and, and get us back on track and, and get us going. All right, what else do you got? All right, I'll bring up a movie. We podcast on the first one, and this is part two of Dune. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. D- uh, Denis Villeneuve is the director, and this is one that got pushed because uh, the release date, I think it was originally coming out like this weekend, you know, it was, it was going right. to be a Thanksgiving release, but this is one that they actually moved to, to March. It was, they moved it to mid March. And then they, I think just this last week, they, they upped it to March 1st, but all because of the Hollywood labor strikes and which I, you know, we, we talked last, I think it was last week that we did our podcast on, on the Marvels and discussed uh, why that, I mean, that's, it it's, considered not very successful for Marvel standards. And, and, you know, I think some people are considering it a a box office bomb, but there is talk that maybe it had a lot to do with the fact that it's, you know, the tail end of the, of the, uh, the actor strike. And so there weren't, they weren't promoting the movie. And that's, that's one of the reasons why this movie part two, they're, they're waiting so that they get promotions. Because if you look at the actors in this, you've got, you know, you got your original cast coming back, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Javier Bardem. But then they're adding a couple new ones. Now you've got Austin Butler, who was in Elvis. So he's going to bring a yep. little bit of buzz. Uh, Florence Pugh. And you, we've talked a lot about about her in in, in I'm excited for that. Christopher Walken, you know, he plays, I think, the the emperor or some some royalty. I can't I can't remember. And he doesn't look like he's playing it like Christopher Walken. It looks like he's actually <laughs> acting uh, a little bit more outside of you, his comfort zone. Are you saying he's not actor? I said enough? he's acting outside of his comfort zone. He's not he's not playing Chris. He no, has he I, has I watched he is the I most- watched the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I watched the trailer and I was like, he makes a face and I was like, yeah, that is the Christopher Walken okay. of Christopher. He he's okay. like he's okay. like Christopher Walken playing Christopher <laughs> Walken. Uh, in, in yeah, no, maybe I don't know. Um, I agree with you. Like this is this is I think the actor strike or writer strike hurt this a lot by by pushing it. Because uh, I have to say that I am not as excited, and I think it's I, because I'm not time... either. The trailer did not do it for me like I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's just because it reminds me too much of the original movie. But I'm definitely going to be there to see it. So they oh, do... I'm gonna we're all going to be there to see it. But it's one yeah. of those things is my my interest has fallen yeah. from the original the 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 first release. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm not even going to it with anything from the original movie. Like I might have seen it, but I don't remember it. It wasn't like almost like, oh my god, I got to see this. I read the books. So no, I didn't even read the books. I actually listened to half the audio book, so I didn't get spoiled on shit. <laughs> so I'm going to listen to the second half before we watch the second movie. Oh, there you but, go. But uh, I, I am, I am not as excited about this, and I think the time shift, right, that this push of the movie hurt it more than than anything else could have because people were so excited to see this they needed to they needed to do like lord of the rings did this shit where it's like we have this released in november this year the next one is going to be november of the next year you 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 fucking you play that shit and you roll it and you keep it on track you film all that shit in one flaw one full motion and you don't fucking stop they did not need actors to promote this part two. <laughs> they didn't. 
people knew about it. Part one already pumped up enough for part two. People were like, give us the shit. I, I don't know. I mean, I think they got spooked. Uh, Maybe they saw movies that were failing because there was no promotion happening. Um, this didn't need it, though. So, it had promotion from part one. I, yes, I, yes, the promotion for movies that haven't been out there are, are failing because, because well, not only that, but uh, I'm sorry, but the economy has probably got more to do with people not going to the theater than whether or not I saw uh, uh, Brie Larson on fucking Jimmy Kimmel talking about Marvels. No, it, it's because I, I have to buy bread and meat and cheese for my sandwiches instead of fucking going to the movies. I'm not doubting what you're saying. I'm just saying it's making the the... The, the studios that are releasing these movies blink and question whether I mean they're making these decisions in more of a panic. I, and I know you know what you know what help you would help these people. What you don't have to you don't have to have an actor say a word. Send out a fucking coupon for your local theater that saves you three bucks. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna move to another movie since you. Since, I know I'm, I'm jumping. I'm, jumping, I'm, I'm no, I'm no, you do over yours. But but since you brought this up about this idea of back to back releases. I put yep. a movie on here that just, it doesn't even have much of a trailer. It's, it's basically just a, probably, you know, a, a canned shot that during production that's like, we got to get something out there to get people excited. So they just have this one shot. It's, this is a Western coming out and it's being released in, uh, in 2024. And it's Kevin Costner. It's called Horizon, yes. an American saga. And, you know, we talk about releases. They're releasing two chapter one and chapter two and he is filming them back to back and we got a three months are, apart yeah june 28th and august 16th so they are very much doing that i and i'm kevin costner is a genius and he's behind it yeah dances with wolves um which was kind of his early success I, I mean if you look back at westerns i think you could start with silverado he was great in that but one of my favorite westerns of all time is open range which uh, is a, you know, it's on the same sort of caliber as as the Clint Eastwood Unforgiven. I love yeah. this movie. And that's another one that's directed by Kevin Costner. And then he's also gotten so much uh, success with Yellowstone. I've never, yep. I, I, think I, I think I watched uh, a little bit of season one at my uh, in-laws it's place. A... I didn't have access to the channel, but uh, they did at their place. So I watched it. It's it's an interesting show. It's one of those, it's, it's, it's a little over the top. It's like it's like let's take a soap opera, put it in the West or you know Montana. Let's let's country it up, and let's let's make it the most fucking brutal soap opera we can do. Yeah. And so we, I watched at least two seasons of it, and it's fun. There's some parts of it. I mean, there there's uh one of the one of the actresses that he plays her daughter in there. She's fucking phenomenal. Like just beautiful as all get out and and show some some uh other chowder jet you know buckets every once in a while <laughs> kelly riley as beth dutton oh my god you want to talk about a crazy bitch that is just nuts uh she is alone worth watching this show like she she makes a show i mean especially let's back up chowder buckets i don't think i've heard that before chowder buckets you know uh, her her titties chowder Chat chowder bucket. I don't know. Okay. So the I'm guys, writing that guys down. Are, I got I got to do a little uh, little look up on that. The guys on the HMP. <laughs> uh, the guys on the Hero Movie Podcast HMP. Uh, they 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 turned me on to the chowder bucket statement, uh, and it just stuck with me for some reason. It, okay. it, it makes me laugh every time. And uh, yeah, uh, Kelly Riley is a a very um, attractive woman, and she definitely has some in just crazy great nude scenes where. <laughs> 
but it's it's also because she's a, she's a psycho bitch. Like you're like, like I would like to be with her, but she scares me at the same time too. There's something about her. Uh, but yeah, other than I mean, it is an over the top. It's very soap opery western, you yeah. know. But it's it, it's fun too. Uh, we I think I got into the third season. I don't think I've I've kept up with it after that. It well, was they've kind done of some spinoffs. I know they got Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. I tried to watch some of those early ones too, and oh, okay. it was it was rough. It was hard. Yeah. I, but you know, don't don't base it on me. I well, you know, and and we my timing really, is, and we don't know anything about this movie. We don't know if if you know he's made some great movies, but he could be just been, I know he been given kind of a green light because of his Yellowstone success, and it's like I don't care about the. The final he turns around because, on a horse and he and he shoots a lever action, probably 308. It, it's a bigger rifle. He he basically fires off three or four shots, and you're like, okay, what is he he's shooting at? It's something. not gonna. I mean, it's one of those shots that you look at it and you say, this probably is not gonna be in the movie. Um, <laughs> right. It's just they they just needed to get a production shot out there so they can get the first little tease. Uh, um, you know, the funny thing is with Kevin Costner is he is great in westerns and stuff like that. But I think Yellowstone might have gone to his head a little bit. I think he, I think he's a little more power. He thinks he's a little more powerful than he really is. And so um, I'm a little worried about this new movie. I, I, I agree I don't know. with you. I, th- I think he's always been a little cocky in his uh, well, behind yeah. the scenes stuff, and you know he's got humbled I mean. by Waterworld and and Postman, I think. But uh, yeah, but Yellowstone, I think, flipped that. He he he's coming yeah. out of Yellowstone thinking he's a little t- well, bit too much his character from Yellowstone. Yeah, I think Open Range to me made put him on the map because that was after some of his failures after <laughs> and and that movie just resonated. It was so uh, so good. I mean, it had a pace that was it was like a it was like a, a western, but a quiet western. And and it, I, it, I I really I still it. love Dances with Wolves. There's something about it that just it it makes me. It's just a happy feeling for, and it's not happy. And I don't want to say like I was happy everything happened, but it just, it's one of those ones. Um, it's a, it's a very fun watch, even though it's, it's, it, it tugs at your soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not fun in the fact that, oh my, ha 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 laugh. It's more like, oh my God, I enjoyed that experience, even though it made me sad and it made me feel things. Um, that's what it was. Uh, you know, he also like this is there's a there's a series of a, a western that um, Lonesome Dove. Oh right, it was done as a, Sam Elliott, a TV right? series. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that's one that I would love to see have a a a a new remake. You know, a new a new fucking take on it. like let's let's get some good writing into it like let's take that story because i think that's that's the optimum of of western you know outside of like unforgiven which is by far one of my favorite western then probably my favorite western movie in, in up in my top 10 of all movies ever but i mean it's just like that's one of those things but that's that's where i think you know some of these movies like you know uh what we just talked about there um Dances with Wolf, they 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 fit in that genre, yeah. Where it's like, oh my God, that's that's the real old West, the real West. Mm-hmm. You know, just like uh, you know, there's there's um, what's the not the not the Wyatt Earp that uh, that um, Tombstone, Tombstone, Tombstone. Oh my God, that's another one that's like, oh shit, like, whoo. Yeah. Did you ever see can, True can Grit? We, True Grit's got yeah. a good, got a good quality. I mean, the original, the original, no, or no, the, the Coen Brothers one with with Jeff Bridges and yeah, uh, and uh, that's got uh, what's her name, um, Hallie, 
Yeah. Yeah, the one yeah. That's, that's in uh, – A the, Bishop. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the new Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, so good. But, I mean, the original is pretty good too. So, yeah, yeah true good. Cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I, I love I – love, I love me some Westerns. I'm, I'm not down <laughs> for that. All right, now I want to I jump to another movie. And this is one that I think will appeal to a lot of people, but I think it's going to have a hard time catching on because it's it's a weird weird take, but it, it's got a, a 007 feel to it, right? But it's also got a kind of uh, almost uh, – I want to say – Camp. I, I, campy, yeah, but Argyle. Yeah. Okay. There's something about this that just – looks so fucking fun and cool yeah i hadn't seen the trailer when you when you sent this to me um this is directed by matthew vaughn who did the kingsman so certainly yeah it it has that same sort of flavor and got quite the cast too yes (laughs) i i don't even know how i i think i came across this because i saw the the cover photo and it's a cat in a backpack you know in the trailer, that was the one thing that kind of put me off a little bit. It's when that it was the cat, it, the cat bounced when it bounced when they did the oh. little trampoline thing, <laughs> and the cat kind of bounced up. To me, it looked too CG. It just looked overly silly, and I thought it was a bit much. And I think uh, even like the second Kingsman, when it had Elton John in the end of the movie, oh, okay. which I thought was ridiculous, and it took me out of the movie. I think I think this director has. A great style, a great visual energy, um, really good comedic, and isn't afraid to go ultra violent, <laughs> you know, with right. kind of a stylized way. But sometimes they get a little too, too silly, and it takes me out of it. It makes it 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 comes across as almost childishly silly, like like. <sighs> well, I uh, think that's what this is kind of going for. It's a little over the top. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like. It, it, it's kind of like, what if we did Austin Powers and a real 007 movie? Yeah. Let's throw in some of the just ridiculously funny bullshit that's this, like, what the fuck? And then actually have some serious, like, action, you know, 007 style spy movie. And and so I mean, that's where I like think the it's... Kingsman, too. The Kingsman, the original one was... Yeah, was yeah, like I, I think so, yeah. And, and yeah, very much like that. But I just I, I there's something about this that makes me and I you know I love a good cat joke. I mean <laughs> I, I'm a cat guy, hundred uh, percent. So and I've always wanted a cat that would travel with me. So a cat in a backpack is is just beautiful. Interesting casting choices because you got Henry Cavill um, and, <laughs> and Sam Rockwell looking. You know he's got that part where he's just got this full on beard and stuff. Bryce Dallas. He's Howard. like a he's like a star in this. He's like a good guy, like <laughs> yeah. like a Captain America dude. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, John Cena. Yes, I, John Cena. Samuel L. Jackson. Right, again, who you know looked gonna... looking like, yeah, with like on a white beard. I mean, he, he looked a little different. And then Brian Cranston, you've got your, right. uh, you've got your uh, Walter White in there. Yep, and yep. Catherine O'Hara, which whenever yeah. I see her, I think, Kevin, you know, when she <laughs> yells that in, in, uh, in right. Home Alone. <laughs> This, I mean, this could be a, I, this to me seems like it's going to be one of those, um, under the, under the, the radar that just blows up and, and really be, has a, a following outside. Like it's going to, it's going to take a lot of word of mouth to get a lot of people there. <laughs> right. But I think it's going to be one of those, when you go and watch it, you're like, fuck, I am so glad 
I this, saw this. And this is going to be one of the movies you see when you take your month off in February, right? <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Like the, I, everything is hitting in February. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I'm just going to disappear for February. You're, you're going to hear me on some audio because I'm going to do some podcasts. But other than that, I, you're not going to see me because I'm going to be watching just show and movie after movie and show. Uh, but yeah, Argyle, I, just something about it just really strikes me as like this. This looks like it could be a. Uh, uh, a top favorite for me, like a, a possibly a rewatchable that's that is in that that twenty thirty range. Yeah, you know, uh, it just had it. The trailer has that feel to it, so um, it'll be interesting. And and Sam Rockwell, I mean, he is he can be so much fun. Um, you know, in, in the MCU, he's one of those guys where he's a bad guy, but you're like, fuck, I want him back. <laughs> he's the bad guy I want to see in every episode. You know. Yeah. He's kind of like that that jerk that you know you you want to have around. Yeah. And so uh, I'm looking forward to that one. So, all right, what else you got for us? Um, okay, here's a little bit more serious take on on crime. A new mm-hmm. season of True Detective is coming out in uh, mid January yeah. to HBO. True Detective has you know they've had this is season four. They've had um, season one is probably some people consider some of the best best um one of the best series on on hbo uh, yeah yeah it's matthew mcconaughey and and woody harrelson uh, matthew mcconaughey gives i mean both of them give epic performances but there's there's a few chilling scenes with matthew mcconaughey they do it they 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 split it up into time so you have like you know the younger generation of these detectives and then older really heavy uh violent drama they're you know they're they're uh detectives that are are looking into some pretty horrific uh crimes and each season has kind of followed it the second season didn't hit very well i think i watched a couple episodes uh it's got carlin farrell and uh, rachel mcadams and vince vaughn um but uh it didn't it didn't uh, resonate as much season three was kind of a return with uh with uh Marshala ali who played in that one right and that right was a really right yeah. season but now we've got uh jody foster who's who's leading this and um i'm excited i looked at the trailer and it looks really gripping and chilling again it has that emotional gravity the weight of you know of 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 this this murder that kind of bleeds onto the screen as far as you you don't know what to expect but it's just that weight of that emotional depth that i sometimes crave when i'm watching watching (laughs) series and they're not yeah no comedy it's not you know they're not no no it's not like a fargo where you got your black comedy that kind of keeps you keeps you engaged this is really just heavy and it gets me sometimes you know yeah i've actually never watched any of them uh, truthfully, I, it's one that it's been you're on not the list. To, you're uh, not going to be able to watch it with Alyssa. Uh, no, no, but, I know that. And that's why I haven't watched any. So, Well, okay. You want some uh, chowder buckets? Check out season one. <laughs> I've heard. Um, I've seen I've seen the clip. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's also some of the most riveting performance moments from okay. Matthew McConaughey in this that I think are it's worth checking out. They've also got one... Uh, one sequence where it's a raid that is done with a single shot and it's it's epic and I've seen some of the behind the nice. scenes stuff on it and of course I'm I geek out for that sort of stuff it's, it's <laughs> of course uh, you do yeah <laughs> so All anyway right. awesome. I don't have much more to say on that but it's something that I'm okay. excited it hits in the middle of January on HBO awesome all right well uh, 
the next thing I want to talk about is something that for me is kind of uh, I, I'm I'm excited, but I'm also a little worried. And it it, it, it well, it comes from it, it comes from books that I got really into. Um, and this is uh, the Percy Jackson and the Olympia uh, Olympians is is coming to Disney Plus, and this is this follows a a set of books, a five book series, actually that led into another five book series, and and there's some other. Uh, ones um that are uh attached to this uh by rick rorderin 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 i have that one but anyways uh percy jack i mean most people who have kids or read ta books uh know about the series it's it's uh it's about the greek gods and, and it's something i've always been into it's just one of those things and so there was movies about these um that were so-so Chris Columbus, who did Harry Potter, he directed the first one in 2010, the first uh, yeah. lightning thief. And it wasn't, it, yeah, well, that's the, that's the name of the first book. And, and yeah. it wasn't bad, but people, you know, people are like, oh, my God, it wasn't exactly like I wanted. And so uh, this is another one that's kind of going to be like that. But this know? is also an eight-part series that is yeah. adapting the first book. So here, yeah. rather than going to the theater and watching it all in one shot, you get to actually... You get more of it, absorb it, yeah. So I mean, I'm that doesn't necessarily they're they're gonna mean they're gonna do a good job, but I mean, people who've read the books are likely gonna be more satisfied because it's gonna be a, a lot richer. It's gonna it's have more, more depth to depth. it. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. tie into it. So and this and this has already had some controversy because of some uh, casting. Uh, one of the the actresses, uh, Leah Jeffries, who plays Annabelle Chase, uh, is a a uh, black woman or young young black woman who who plays a character from the books that is is definitely white and so there's already people complaining about that and you know we'll see i, I i'm like i don't i i i get what people are complaining about and i get why people are also defending it but it's also one of those is like let's let's get a good story first and let's worry about that shit afterwards like like make the story right regardless of who you cast um so it's one of those is I'm I'm a little worried just because, you know, when you when you start off with some stuff like that, like how much other stuff is going to change to uh, appease the current climate, you know, with with everything. So um, I'm I'm really hoping this comes off really good because this is one of my favorite book series in in uh, uh, the the teen adventure or teen I don't know what what TA stands for exactly. Oh. Um, uh... Uh, gosh, teen. <laughs> is that? It's teen I, something. I thought it was like YA. I thought it was like. Oh, YA, young, young adult. Young adult. But, yeah, uh, but maybe that's what it is. I don't know why I said TA, but yeah, you're right. It is YA. But young adult. You've got, you've got chowder buckets on the brain. Right? I do. I do. DNA, I, I always, always <laughs> got chowder buckets on the brain. Um, but this is, this is, you know, I love the the Greek gods in the in the the. That's something I read as a kid that just it, I. I was so into so this this is right up that alley and, and there was so many books with it so much depth to it i'm just like don't fuck this up yeah please don't these kind of worry up. me i looked at the trailer it felt very young it felt like it might appeal to younger audiences and you know you got some good storyline to it but but that doesn't always translate to to entertainment for for adults it, it's almost like they're they're gonna if you don't have a showrunner that's really invested uh, that wants right. to give it some, you know, the depth that they got from the books, then sometimes it just, you know, we've seen some series in humans. I think 
lost its way or and, and what was the what was the the young adult uh, one series oh, the you're runaways, talking about, uh, runaways, the, the runaways runaways which yeah. which to me the first couple episodes had something but then they just kind of went down they just yeah. kind of started phoning it in or, or i mean they were just bringing in other directors just to churn out other episodes yeah. it lost so, so much um, so that's I, i'm a little i'm a little worry to see you know that that's going to happen on this and and it's and the reason it 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 worries me is because i want this to do well because i do enjoy the books uh you know i talked about audiobooks earlier this is one of those ones where i've actually physically read the the first five uh book series and the second five book series i've actually physically read those (laughs) and gone back and listened to the audiobooks on top of that um so there, there's only a few series of books that I've actually listened to multiple times, and this is one of them. And it's it's just, I'm like, it's, it's like, don't fuck up. You know, granted, a 50 year old man, you know, talking about a YA series, and and this is, you know, probably came out when I was in my 30s, so it's was never geared for me, anyways. But I fucking <laughs> loved it. So I, I don't have a lot of uh, leg to stand on when I come out and say, don't fuck up my series. But <laughs> again, don't fuck up my series. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not worried about, you know, typical climate today, you know, the wokeness and shit like that. Like, I, I you know, I don't want I don't want them to force an agenda. I want them to tell a story. And, and you know, that's something we have to talk about with today's entertainment, because there is there is a push for that in in that. And then, you know, but as long as you're telling the right stories you can have whatever else you want in there, but tell a good, cohesive, clean story and make it work and don't just push an agenda. So we'll see. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I, um, this is one I am, I'm anticipating incredibly like, Oh my God, if this is good, I'm going to be, I'm going to lose my fucking mind, but it is just horrible. I am going to be so mad. I'm going to go kicking cats. You know what I mean? And, and I love cats. So for me to go kicking cats, I'm, I'm just, it, it means I'm seriously off my rocker and, and you guys have, have done something really bad. So, all right, well, that's, that's mine. What else you got for us, Steve? I know you had some others on your list. I got a couple. Let's see. Um, I'm not going to get into, I, you know, I had, here's one that I had on my list that I don't want to really talk about. Uh, so, but I'm just going to briefly bring it up because I think it's coming out this next month and that's the Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Did, <laughs> did you want to, I don't know if you want to talk about it. I'm not excited I, about this one at all, but I wanted to point uh, out the, my, my, the comical nature of the trailer that they released where you see Amber Heard in it for like you know, a quarter of a second, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they just have a, like a little flash of Amber Heard because, you know, she obviously is not very well liked uh, on the internets these days after, after the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial was publicly uh, watched yeah. by many. So I, I, I'm not interested in Aquaman, uh, but uh, I liked just, the f- it, first one. I, I really did. Um, you know, with everything that's come out and and just all the people in in this and you know the whole uh, Amber Heard thing, I mean, I'm not even even Jason Momoa. There's some shit about him now where um, the in, the thing that interests me the most. What I saw was is like, okay, this is a CGI heavy movie. Yeah, huge CGI, and I'm watching the trailer and the trailer looks like it's not fully downloaded. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, am I am I've watched it multiple times and it's done it each time. So I was like, 
Did, have, have they not rendered everything completely yet? And that's it, what they made the trailer well, out of? It's it's very possible that they kind of cut the budget shy when when the DC universe um, really... Shit the bed? Yeah, kind of <laughs> fell apart. You know, you lost your, your showrunner, Zack Snyder, and, and all the... And then they canceled Henry Cavill. And I don't know what happened. I mean, Wonder you Woman... You know, Cavill got fucking shafted. He never... He should have never... Like, they, they... That's one of the worst firings I've... Like, you had a man that literally was like... Everybody in the world was like, yeah, I could see him as Superman. And you go, nah, we don't want him. Like, I was like, I'm like, what uh, the fuck? And he kind of, he didn't he leave The Witcher so he could go continue to do Superman. And then they canceled him from Superman or something or the yeah. other way around. It was something, it was Some, something like, yeah, he got screwed there on some, both fronts. He's so, yeah. he, he's, he's so generous when it comes to his, you know, humble nature. Cause, cause he came out and he's just like, it's all good. Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm fine. But, yeah, uh, and he is. He's got he's he's got his money. He's not worried. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. Um, I, I I'm not as sure about this one. It looks like it's this looks like it's going to be another DC fucking wreck, where they went in with a decent story and then forgot about it halfway through when they're shooting and went fucking CGI crazy and whatever you know. Over the top, DC over the topness. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a problem. Um, yeah, I you know it's it's weird because it's like I am excited about it, but I'm also like if it never showed up, I probably wouldn't like blink <laughs> well, an eye. Either. It's funny because I think a lot of people forgot about it, and then it's like, oh yeah, that's right. They've been well, it's, this it's one been for- going on forever. <laughs> fucking yeah, it's like. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So I wanted to talk, you know, I talked about earlier, like I got faked out a little bit. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I saw something that came up and said, Zack Snyder's Justice League 2. <laughs> and it's this trailer and it's got uh, Ben Affleck doing Batman in this like second thing where he's fighting dark side and all this shit. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did they really do this? And I was like, I mean, oh my god, this is it was on screen ran even, and so I was like, oh, it's got to be real. Uh, no, it's bullshit. Because uh, yeah. then I I looked, and then it's like it was out two years ago, and it was out last month, and it was all over the. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys? And then, so, I was like, what, what? I, I was so disappointed because I'm like, <laughs> that's something I was like kind of excited for. Is as much as I disliked Zack Snyder's. Justice League, this second trailer, made-up trailer bullshit, I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of good. <laughs> More so than even Aquaman The Lost Kingdom. I wonder, so, I wonder if these are just people that are just having fun putting these things together, and then they just try it. Or if, if there's actually some sort of monetary gain they get from producing these, throwing them out uh, there and getting YouTube. clicks. You know, is it YouTube, YouTube, YouTube you okay. get paid on clicks. And so, yeah. The one thing I did notice, and this is why I thought it might have been legit, is they didn't have any of... Um, What's his name as the Flash in it, like like it like he had been scrubbed from any of it, and I was like, oh well, maybe because he you know he's been he's been ousted completely. Um, I can't even think it was the goddamn dude's name now. Um, uh, what's his uh shit? It's the a, guy that plays I, Flash. I, yeah, I don't know, but it, it doesn't matter because <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It was it was just like one of those like because he was kind of scrubbed from it. I was like, oh, maybe this is real. Right. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, Ezra Miller, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, shit. But, yeah, so I was fooled completely because I was, I was down a rabbit hole on that. I was checking out the trailer. <laughs> and so, yeah, they got me. Uh, so that was that was my uh, oops. Um, did you bring that one up or did I? You, you brought that one up, right? Uh, I didn't. Which? Aquaman. I brought up Aquaman. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. I didn't bring up I want, uh, Justice. I want to jump. I yeah, want to go for it. I want to jump. So, uh, speaking of Zack Snyder, there's right. a, a new one called uh, Rebel Moon. Yep. Uh, that is coming out real soon. And that's a part and, one. Child yeah. of Fire. Yeah. And so this to me, like every time I heard Rebel Moon, the first thing I thought of was like, oh shit, someone's gonna get sued from Disney with Star Wars. Right there, there, there's something going on, and then I saw Zack Snyder, and I was like, "Oh shit! Wait a minute! What the fuck am I doing? What's going on here?" Uh, but I watched this trailer, and I'm kind of intrigued. It's it, it has a it has a feel to it that's that's gritty. It's 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 um, it's kind of like if you took Star Wars and said. Let's make this shit real gritty and a little bit redneck and, uh, you know, kind of like, like, you know, like a first time producer director trying to get his name made. Like, let's, let's well, we're going to, we're going to take some chances. It, to me, if you, you mentioned Star Wars, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the look of Rogue One, you know, when we first saw yeah. the trailer for that, uh, a little darker, a lot of, a lot of land, um, yeah. some of the sequences and stuff reminded me reminded me of that this is one they're actually doing back to back again because the next one comes out april 19th the part two the scar giver um he does a lot i mean zach snyder did 300 uh watchmen uh certainly did all the the uh dc man of steel and and batman and <laughs> let's, let's, superman. Let's, not, let's not bring well, those up <laughs> but but he has a visual style with his yes you know, he you see it in 300 and Watchmen and what's the what's the one with the the women that break out of prison uh oh uh shit that's a great movie too um, but but he uses these these very cinematic uh comic book stylings um he very uses, much yes he, he messes with the speed where uh where you know it'll start something in in faster motion and then it slows down and you have the low angles and stuff and and everyone is their makeup is looks really um, well, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's kind of sharp. Yeah. Sucker Punch is the one you're talking Sucker about. Sucker Punch, which, right. He gets a lot of shit for that one, and I really liked it. I, yeah. I enjoyed that one a lot. But this reminded me of kind of that same sort of style. I'm kind of over it with, I loved 300. I, I'm a huge fan of Watchmen, um, but I started yeah. getting kind of tired of the same style coming from from him. I mean, it's like it's like seeing Wes Anderson and and and, and if it's all about the style, you, you you can't get keep getting away with it. it I, mean, I think Wes Anderson yeah. puts puts out uh, good content too. That, so you overlook the fact that he's constantly playing with style in the same in the same way. But um, but uh, Zack Snyder he doesn't always deliver with his stories. So I don't know. I don't know what. Well, know. that's that's what I'm looking at this and visually it the trailer looks stunning. Yeah, like you're like this is like fucking. This is Dune mixed with Star Wars mixed with fucking like this is every fantasy movie's best scenes done. Like this is this is over the top on all that. And you're like, if they can have this type of scenery and 
and then action, and you put a story on it, holy shit, you're going to knock it out the park. But is Zack Snyder, you're right. Stories sometimes fall by the side yep. for his uh, visual preference or his visual uh, sight. And so you're right. That's That may be what happened. And we'll know really quick because this is – this is coming out December 22nd. Yep. I think a lot of people are going to watch this. I think this is going to be very much in the the top one or two uh, in that 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 Christmas time frame of people watching this because I think Zack Snyder also has a huge following of people that can think that thinks he can do no wrong, and so we're going to see because I think a lot of people are going to watch this. And if he can bring a story to this visually impressive movie that he's made he might he might have knocked it out the park he yeah. might have he might have had his his this is the one now if he has this movie and it's visually stunning and it's the same bullshit where there's no story everybody's gonna be like dude come on we're tired of the same fucking bullshit <laughs> you dark side is again come on give yeah. us give us something so <laughs> but yeah i mean it looks it looks very appealing yeah, it fingers has crossed. It. I mean, we won't know until we get there, but uh Yeah, I mean, he's got some big actors and some some people that have done some crazy shit in the past with uh you know, just some sci-fi and just other yeah, stuff. I, mean, I think Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins does. Well, I think he just does some He's a voice. He's but, a voice, uh, yeah. But hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Hahn is in there. Uh you know, he's a big actor from uh he was in um uh Sons of Anarchy. He's he's kind okay. of got a a following. I, I think. Well, yeah, and it's got the guy from, uh, gosh, those British, uh, the the British. Uh, oh, crap, I can't remember Ed, his Edge Shrieken. No, Shrieken. No, no, I'm. I don't know. Maybe it is a Sons of Anarchy guy that you're that you mentioned. Um, Charlie Hahn. He's the blonde dude with the beard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, one, it'd that. be interesting. I mean, it, it'll be interesting too because it's it's got a female lead, and you know you know how the. The internet boys don't like female leads, apparently, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I do like it when it's lesser-known cast. Sometimes that means... Fuck yeah, right? That means that they're putting more into the story, that, you know, and and, they, and it gives the, the cast opportunities to stand out in more interesting ways. You know, they're not they're not typecast and, like... Well, they're not, they're not going off of a named character to, like, hey, watch this because so-and-so's in it. No, they're like, hey, watch this because it's a story and, and so-and-so's going to do the fucking best that they can do to make it fucking come across. Right. And that's how you make big stars is is they start off with something and kill it. And they're like, oh, shit, I loved you in that. Let me see you in the next thing. But so. it could also be a only way they got a, got, got a green light on this series is they didn't have to pay any top top tier actors. And so it doesn't always mean that it's going to be great content. But I mean, I we don't saw, think- what, what was the one we, we did? The Martin Scorsese movies, the the uh, the Flower Moon. Yeah. And I, one of our comments was that it would have worked better with no name actors because the, yeah. the, the Leonardo's and De Niro's and they, they just stood out too much as as uh you know, I think they overacted presences. a little bit. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah this, <laughs> so. It would have been more interesting, and, and I don't mind the overacting. That some of the unknown characters that overacted, those were the standouts to me, and that's yeah. and that's it doesn't work so well when you're looking at a character that's uh, that you recognize from the Titanic or from uh, Raging, <laughs> Raging Bull, or you know. So. Right, right. 
Nice. Uh, anything else you got that you want to talk about? You know, I got one more thing on my list, and that's another theatrical movie coming out. That's uh, actually it's theater, and then it's followed the. Uh, um, December 20th, it's coming out on Netflix, but this is Bradley Cooper's directing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he directed, what was the, what was the one with, that he directed uh, the stars, was it Stars Born? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, uh, which, which was a huge hit here. He's returning to direct a movie about uh, the life of, or, or the romance of Leonard Bernstein called Maestro uh, with uh, also got Carrie Mulligan. Bradley Cooper plays Leonard Bernstein in this. And uh, it looks a little generational in, in the fact that it's not set in one time. Cause you see in the trailer, some different um, you know, he's, he's obviously got makeup, which ages him in certain times. And, uh, and uh, Carrie Mulligan pay, plays his, his significant other, uh, I'm assuming his wife, but I don't know the story. Um, stunning cinematography the the it's got some black and white and uh it, you look it looks like the the cinematography is kind of following their their time period like when they're younger it's black and white and a little older it gets yeah a, a little bit more sepia or well it, it gives it some more color that kind of fits with the with it the does time. it jumps back and forth and, and yeah so this is something i'm looking forward to it does okay. the performances really look remarkable? I'm a huge Carrie Mulligan fan. Uh, I, I want another Coen brother movie, uh, uh, Inside Lewin Davis. She was she was great in that, but uh, but um, I, it's gotten a little bit of uh, backlash from the prosthetic nose criticism. You know the fact that <laughs> that uh, really, I mean, really some some serious commentary on on the. The effects on that. I know that he went out of his way to get some, you know, permission from the children, and they endorse it. And this is this is more of a romance. He's just trying to match the look, but uh, but because he wears a a, a bigger nose yeah. essentially through the yeah. whole thing, so he looks more like the guy. Yeah, you know, uh, if that's the biggest criticism, then then I don't think they have a lot to worry about. Well, I think I it's, watched I mean, it's, it's it's a fair commentary. It's wor worth saying. I'm sure it, it can. I mean, it's. There, there are reasons people are offended by these sort of things, and they want to get their their voice heard. Um, Fucking everybody's offended by everything, and they want to be heard. And fuck them, I'm okay. tired of. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. If that's if that's a bit worst thing you got to say about this movie, then then really shut the fuck. Well, up. I, I'm glad though that he what he. It sounds like he approached yeah. it thoughtfully, and it doesn't seem like this movie's about. Uh, you know, it's not about, about his, his nose. <laughs> right? It looks like it's about uh, the the romance and I'm excited right. to see it. And, and so uh, now, okay. So I, I, I saw your list and I, I watched all the trailers on the for the most part. I didn't watch every single one, but I did watch this one. And mm -hmm. I have to tell you, I am not excited to see this at all. Okay. This does not look like it's in my wheelhouse. And it's not because of anything that you've talked about it. You're right. The 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 portrayal of the characters looks incredible. The filming looks really good. It just looks boring as oh, fuck. To me. I, I I understand. <laughs> there was something about the rhythm of the dialogue. The when, when they spoke to and maybe the pitch of the voice. The voice. It, it it got me excited. It almost felt old fashioned. Like they. Well, it's gonna be a. This is this is another one to me where this is this is a um, an Emmy seeking movie where it's like, oh, we're going to touch on all the feels and, and we're going to make this really deep and, and, and all that. And I'm like, I get that, but sometimes that's kind of boring. And this to me, <laughs> first off, 
A, uh, a a what what is that? Uh, a conductor. Sure. Talk about the most boring fucking job ever. You don't make music. <laughs> you point at other people and tell them to play. Did you ever see last last year we did the we did the nope, Academy nope, Awards? No, I did not Tar, watch Tar it. Was I on did there. not watch it. I, I don't it think it looks fucking horrible. Yeah, I don't it think you'd go for bad. it. I was really riveted by it, and there's reasons I, behind it. But that was another one I recommended. <laughs> to my I brother and he's like oh it sucked so <laughs> i get it i mean if you're into that i mean you're you're all about it i to me i mean that guy's job is about as important as uh, i i don't know the ticket the guy that checks your fucking tickets at the movie theater no he tells you basically what fucking show what what theater you're in when you can look at the ticket and go oh i'm in theater 12 yeah but i i mean at least at least they're making movies that are that kind of touch i touch people and you know it's not all about you right know, just just one one genre one superhero yeah, no, no. they're they're <laughs> <laughs> i i look i love bradley cooper he's he's rocket come on the guy's the guy cannot <laughs> sure. do any wrong um no i i i am okay with people having this movie this is not my wheelhouse this is not something that i'm going to be now I, I may go I may see this because you may go hey we should really cover that and I'll go okay I'll go see it and and it might be one of those things is like I was wrong this is this is incredible because I think you're right that well, the the love story and the the romantic side of the the relationship could be so empowering and so story forward that it's it's great but what I saw in the trailer I was not excited well you know what when I said I when I I wasn't dissing Marvel movies or you know superhero movies, <laughs> but but I like that th that there are people af that aren't afraid to put a movie out that they know s people aren't going to like, but other people are. It's just like it's like there's pockets of people that desire certain mm -hmm. types of entertainment. I don't know. I mean, I, you you might see it and say, yeah, I can appreciate it, but just wasn't it wasn't for me, and that's and you don't quite know why people liked it. That's to me, that's okay. Um, yeah. You know, it's sometimes it's hard to see see what what's good about a movie if we're not well. Uh, think about books to, too. Yeah. There's so many different genres of books, right? There, there's there's fiction, nonfiction. There's horror. There's mystery. There's uh, you know war. There's sure. uh, you know there's western. I mean, there's so many movies are the same thing. The problem is, is movies take way more much way more money to make than than books. Anybody can write a book and throw it out there. So. I mean, this is this is you know a a style of movie that some people are going to be into. This is kind of like uh, Oppenheimer was. Not everybody was going to be an Oppenheimer. This is kind of that same thing where it's telling the story of someone's life, and they're gonna they're gonna right. uh, dramatize well, it in it, a way which made that weekend so exciting because you know you had Barbie, which was kind of leaned one direction, uh, and then Oppenheimer leaned another direction, and they kind of balanced each other in a sense that, right. you know, people would see them both on the on the opening weekend, and it was like, oh, I feel like, you know, <laughs> I feel like uh, I, I got a full meal out of this. You know? Right. <laughs> you know? Well, the, the difference between this and, and, and Oppenheimer is, is there was a story behind Oppenheimer that I was also intrigued by, but uh, about the atomic bomb and everything that went on with this. This is some guy waving a wand at people singing or or, sure. or playing instruments, and I, that just does nothing for did, me. Did you see a Star is Born, the, the last Bradley nope. Cooper one? Nope. Okay, nope. well, you might actually, uh, I mean, you you may not like Lady Gaga in it, but but there are moments in that movie which are which are epic, and and you know, I'm sure that helped, uh, you know, drive this movie getting greenlit because it's certainly yeah, not, yeah. not something that um, 
hundred percent there's people out there that are gonna love this and 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 like I said, this may be up in those Emmys. And you know, we saw uh, we talked about earlier, uh Banshees of Vinnie Sharon. I would have never saw that had it not been up for an Emmy and we decided <laughs> to try and cover things for an Emmy and I was blown away. Right. Right. This may be the same type of thing where I have a a I look at a trailer and go, okay, I'm interested, I'm not interested, but sometimes I'm forced to watch things that I'm not as interested in and I'm like Okay, <laughs> you got me. You, you you fooled me on that one. I I should have I should have uh, paid more attention and and thought you know hey, that might be better. But this is one that I, I'm not intrigued by. No, and, and you know we, I may watch it. I may we'll not. Probably you know do a do an Oscar special again where we yeah cover the best pictures and you know we'll we'll talk about them in kind of a, a all at once and maybe we'll get a chance to see a good portion of them. I'll try to watch them all. Um, I don't think we're going to do one on the Emmys though. I think you're getting your awards wrong. That's a, uh, that's, oh, am I, that's, am I, that's I'm television. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oscars. I, you know, uh, it, it's all new to me. I yeah. am not, I'm not one. I'm not into that. I'm into chowder buckets and explosions. So, <laughs> well, televisions too, we are going to get, I mean, that's probably where you would see the, the, the echo and the, you know, some of these right, uh, right, right. Shogun and, uh, cause these are, these aren't necessarily things that are going to be Oscar eligible. They're not theatrical releases. I think that's, gotcha. st- I think that's still required for, for Oscars. They still have to have like a, a I think lim- you're right. A limited theatrical run. And so when you well, see, when you read like, like Maestro has a limited theatrical run starting November 22nd and then it's hitting Netflix, that means yeah. it's up for awards. <laughs> Yeah, no, and the, well, there's a couple of them that did that. I mean, yeah. we talked to uh, the the uh, what was it? Um, Poor Wes things. Anderson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Asteroid City and things like that. Um, speaking of TV, though, there is, there is two things that are out right now that I I'm excited to see eventually when I get a chance to watch TV without my wife in the room. Um, <laughs> I know one of them. I watched the trailer for, and that looks damn good. Gen Gen V. Gen V. Uh, That's with, on Prime yeah, right the, now. Yeah, they're actually both of the ones I want to watch are on Amazon Prime. Uh, Gen V is a uh, boys spinoff, and this is this is right in my wheelhouse. This is this is uh, the new mutants to the X Men. This is the school for uh, <laughs> extraordinary mutants, and this is their version of it. And we all know the boys is just taking it and like, hey, what if we took all the fucking training wheels and all the 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 cool things that keep society sane and everything off? Uh, then we got the boys, right? And that that's what this is. This is this is just like fuck. Um, and so it, it it's that the young teen, mid early twenties people with powers and what the fuck is going to happen? And it just looks crazy. It's already available. All eight episodes are available on yeah. on Prime and. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen any of it. I watched the trailer, and uh, I, I and it's got Clancy Brown, of course, from uh, Shawshank Redemption, and I think he was in Punisher and and uh, SpongeBob. He's Krusty Krab <laughs> voice too, but uh, it got some good critical acclaim too. So not just not just a violent superhero uh, spinoff. It was <laughs> it was uh, it actually got has some critical backing to go along with it, which. Uh, nice. I haven't been able to watch it yet, but I'm looking forward to that. The other one also on Prime is uh, Invincible, which is an animated superhero yeah. series. And this is season and two, right? That, that's Yes, I watched season one. And then there's also a special edition, uh, like a mini, like a one shot um, that was really, really good, too. Um, and so it, uh, this is this is kind of a 
another one that's like a little bit over the top, like the opening, the opening episode of Invincible uh, has a boys esque type <laughs> uh, scene where he just one of the guys in there just obliviates the other, like another superhero team, and it's brutal and just and it's got bloody. It's kind of got that old school Spider Man like animation yep. like the old tv show spider-man yeah it doesn't look very you know very inventive with its animation but but it and but it's got some vocal i mean i know seth rogan was was did some vocals and it's got a couple other names that i recognized seth rogan well, Ro- surprised me that you were interested in this. well he's a he's a he's a um producer on this yeah so he has his hand in making it happen but luckily they kept him out of the writer's room <laughs> uh, yeah, and so uh, and it's also based on a actual comic book series. So okay. he's basically there to get some money. The rest of it is like lend his name to get to get some notice too, maybe. Pretty much, but yeah, they're they're not taking any of the other crap from him. They're like, yeah, they're like no, keep your fucking <laughs> dick and drug ideas out of here. Uh, but it's it's actually very fun and interesting. It got some great characters. A um, lot of lot of cool stuff. So um, I recommend this highly. First season was really good, um, and I'm looking forward to the second season. So those are, those are the two that are out right now that I was like, God, I need to get some time. I need to just take some PTO <laughs> from work and 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 watch these. So both of them superhero based. I mean, doesn't surprise anybody. I'm I'm still just a big kid at heart. Uh, I like everything comic book based, uh, superhero based. MCU is right in my alley. Uh, you know, I, I like all that shit. So, um, you know, and I do like other stuff. Banshees have been sharing, you know, I, I can be a, uh, an Oscar worthy watching person too. So sure. <laughs> we'll see. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of these things. We're not going to cover them all on the podcast. You're going to no, probably hear, no, no. hear about them in our, in our, what have you been watching at the end? You know, I'll talk. Exactly. Oh yeah. I watched all of Fargo or, you know, if we get around to them, but, uh, but it's, 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 great that there's lots of different content and you know some of these can be great but they don't you can't write quite do them justice on a podcast podcast sometimes you need content that's more juicy and more and more uh for sure (laughs) sometimes you get something that's just heavy and deep and man it moves you but you can only say so much about it you really just got to go watch it (laughs) yep i i agree but that's that's literally what i'm excited for that that's kind of what you know uh what what I'm anticipating, you know, the, for this coming, I, I guess it's about six months, really, where most of those, I think everything we've talked about is probably going to be out by February time frame, I think is it was the latest. Well, there's the what horizon. There's horizon is is uh, is this summer. Oh, and uh, Dune comes out March 1st. So that's that's okay, the, so right- that's the most recent release date because it was yeah. March 15th and they just bumped it up a couple weeks. So. So, uh, so we're right. We're right so, with it. So unfortunately you're going to have to go back to work before you get to see, uh, Dune too. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, like I said, I'm not as excited as yeah. I thought I would be. I, you know, I was excited when it, the first one came out, I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be great. And then it just kind of like, Oh, and delay, delay, <laughs> delay. Uh, I think it's going to hurt it, uh, in the overall, but yeah, uh, hopefully you, uh, caught something that you didn't know about coming out, uh, or, or excited about something that we talked about and say, Hey, maybe I need to check that out. Uh, and then in, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get on some of those when they do come out and we'll, we'll cover them fully, uh, in one of our podcasts. Right. And if you're just, you know, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast and you heard a few <laughs> interesting ones at the beginning, when we were talking about our best of our favorites, 
Go check those out because those are available at hwsi.podbean.com. You can check them out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> All or 210 episodes or however, wherever we're at. 208. This okay, is 208. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on all the pod, we're on all the podcatchers, uh, Apple, uh, uh, Stitcher. Um, what's what's uh, some of those other ones? Uh, I saw us on Amazon even. It was kind of crazy. Weird. Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, what? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Every once in a while, I just, I'll search us. Uh, just to see how it is. Um, but yeah, so join us on, on some of those other episodes. Anytime you want to let us know how you feel or what we want, uh, what you want to hear us talk about, hit us up at any of our socials on Facebook at the How We See You podcast or the HWSI podcast on Instagram and let us know. Or hit us up with an email at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about whatever you send us in an email on an episode or we'll get back to you directly or we'll cover what you talk about. Even if you want to guess, we might even do that. <laughs> and and so. and if you want to add an ingredient, like say, cover this movie and make your cocktails focus on this, I'm always <laughs> up for a challenge. Oh. I've got some mushrooms and broccoli. Uh, you know, I, I, right, right. I, I'm not afraid to to try to think outside the box and and do it's something not, not. worthy out, <laughs> out of it. Hopefully, I don't. You know, I like. I, I, like to, to, I don't like to drink a bad cocktail. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We we've gotten some uh, uh, some. Uh, tags on our our, uh, our Facebook posts lately and stuff like that. So maybe that's what I, I need to do is like, hey, we're getting ready to do this. What kind of cocktail would you think we should do? <laughs> See if we can get any uh, interaction. Uh, I also saw Three Disciples uh, liked one of our posts uh, from, um, it was the the fall of the house usher because I tagged one of their beers in that from Alicia. Oh, nice. And so they liked the post. So I was like, oh yeah, Three Disciples, sweet. <laughs> so I think that was kind of cool. Awesome. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, we love it uh, to have you here with us, and uh, we're, we're going to enjoy keep doing this forever as long as we keep doing it. So, yep, travel that, safe, uh, and uh, if you're if you're getting away for Thanksgiving or for the holidays, um, right? Remember to take breaks between your turkey meals. So you know, don't just eat all of it at once. Take take a couple little breaks uh, and and uh, don't overeat. Yep. So and with that, that's how we season. <laughs> Hail Caesars. What does that mean?